Welcome back to our listeners. And it is time for another 15 minute reset. Uh, today, we're going to talk about teenagers. So those of you uh, with teens or tweens, you're going to want to listen in here because we're going to reset about those relationships. I have um, a guest here today, Amy Lombardo, business life coach and um, and owner and founder of her own company, Amy Lombardo Life Coach. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to build your relationship with your teen. So welcome, Amy. Thank you for having me. So excited Thank to be here. I am too. When I came across finding you and it was kind of on a different project and you're about to slip out of my hands. I'm like, no, 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 let's have a conversation. I've got a teen and a tween. So any, even if I have one takeaway out of this 15 minute reset, it should help me in life. So Tell me a little bit about you. How did you get started in this sector of life coaching? Sure. So I'm a mom myself. I have twin girls. They're 12 and an 11 year old. So they're also tweens um, in that process of also having that bridge and having that experience as a mom with going into that transition into teenagehood. Um, but what brought me into um, life coaching started with my own career as a um, school counselor. I have been working as a school counselor for the past 11 years. I've worked with um, teens and young adults as well. Um, and what kind of guided me into like working with um, teens as a life coach was what I've noticed both in, in the education, but also outside of education is we're not doing enough to approach our, our, te our teens today. And I, wanted to be able to share with others the services that I'm able to provide with um, teens. And my focus is based on self-esteem, self-confidence, um, preparing students um, and teens with their academics, and being able to choose career choices for themselves. But getting back to that same point is how do you implement these tools with your teens? And with the topic with what we're talking about today is how do you build that relationship with your teen? How are you able to identify what your teen needs and what, what do they want for themselves? So being able to have that open communication guide uh, line with your um, teen. So that's kind of like in a nutshell of where I am with my life coaching is I, I want to be able to share with parents the tools that they would need to help in bringing up a teen in our society today. Well, ding, ding, ding right there in our society today, because I know like when I was a teen and I like to, you know, I'm kind of thinking I have two girls and one's 14, one's 11. And I'm thinking, you know, I know what I was like going into high school. First of all, I was like totally boy crazy. And I took my social life way you know, more important than academics. And if I could talk to myself back then, I would switch gears. But I see my, I see myself in my little one, my older one, she's definitely very into academics. But even though we think of, oh, I know how I was when I was a teen and how I wanted to be spoken to, we were not dependent on technology, like the new generation. And to me, I think that's the huge missing gap and formula on how I connect with my kids because they're so, they're not involved in social media. Like I don't allow that yet. 
Um, I also know the the backlash that that could really involve, especially, you know, girls um, in, in teenage girls, how it affects them. So I'm, I'm really careful about introducing that. But it doesn't mean they're not on YouTube. And that's actually how they actually stream television. Their shows is all YouTube and texting and friendships, et cetera. But the technology dependency, it's like, you know, breaking through that, I think, has been an obstacle. Getting them interested in doing outdoor activities and crafts and kind of going back old school. And, you know, another thing to kind of throw at you, and I'm sure you've been working through, is the pandemic. You know, that isolation and coming out of isolation. My older daughter um, she worked through it. No problem. She could have probably done homeschooling for like ever and been happy and satisfied. My younger one, she was in third grade, pulled out of school and then returned to school full-time in fifth grade. And I felt like that was a very challenging development, um, age group for, for all this really difficult shifting that was hard enough for adults to deal with, let alone kids and then her social interaction. So again, those are two kind of different topics, but something I didn't deal with as a teenager, you know, and we called it being picked on back then. Now it's called bullying and it's heavier and lots of consequences, which should be, but there's a lot out there. So yeah, I'm ready to take on some tips. All right. That was a lot to unpack. Sorry. (laughs) Fine with that. You know, I mean, you said it, it's like how we used to be and our teens today, you know, they're still wanting that attention. They still are looking for that and how our teens are looking for that and how they communicate with their peers is through social media. Right. And what happened with the pandemic and a lot of it had to do within our education system is we just, added more layers on screen time for um, teens. So that kind of isolated them even more in this world. And the face-to-face communication with other people was starting to be diminished. Um, So as a parent, how do you find that balance? You as a a mom, you know, you you, you do find, you try to find that balance where they're not um, so involved in um, screen timing and through social media. But it's also as a parent and we as society as well is how to educate our, um, our children, our teens based on the safety of what goes on. You know, having that conversation ahead of time, you know, about what, what to expect when you go on online and know what the safety and what to know. A lot of it is like, especially for young girls um, is, body image, self-confidence, self-image. There's, you know, as they click through all these images and these pictures, I wish I could be like them. Oh, why can't my hair be like this? And that just makes a profound impact on them. But as parents, we need to educate our teens and tweens and let them know you are beautiful who you are. And building that confidence gives them the tool to know right away, like, you know, everyone's different and being able to allow them to learn how to make choices. You know, we have, as we build our communication, building our trust, we have to start building that communication with your teen, having that conversation, letting your teen know that you, as their parents, that they are able to go to you for anything and let them know that this is what you might look at when you're on screen, but this is not what really happens. You know, there's so many 
so many stuff going out on social media and we as parents, there's only so much we can control, right? But if we start with basic conversations and, and educating them, I think that that's a good way to have that trusting relationship with our teens. Right. Just having those tough conversations, whether it's social media or social topics. I mean, we've had a lot of very heavy topics in the news when it comes to violence and Supreme Court and everything else that affects um, kittens. I mean, you know, sadly, what happens in our, you know, the violence in schools and everything. So I've had my I've had definitely a lot more heavy conversations with my kids lately, but you know, I kind of forget and almost neglect the social media conversations because I mean, I've actually just not allowed it. Like, you know, you're not ready and you'll start with maybe something small or, you know, texting is fine. Or if they're allowed um, any social media, I just don't allow like the comments. I, you know, I, I remove certain features, but I do need to talk more about because um, my youngest daughter already, I am noticing body image issues. And she's, I, I consider her underweight. She's just stretching out more than she's filling out. And I was the same way. So it's nothing that's not hereditary. And I had, I was challenged with it too, but I can see her wearing like the baggy clothes and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah, so sure. She's seeing social media or through YouTube, et cetera, and things pop up with makeup. She likes to do those little makeup tutorials at home, but you also have to remember so much of that stuff is filtered. Like I really wish those filters would go away. I think it's very damaging for people. And I see it as I scroll in social media, like use this filter. You go from looking like this to looking like that. That is damaging. Definitely. And I'm a grown woman. Yeah, I don't want I don't want my, you know, the turkey neck to show, <laughs> but it's the it's the badge of my age. And, you know, I mean, you you do exercises and everything to not only look your best, but to feel your best. So it, when it comes time, you know, when it comes to nutrition and diets and stuff, I always try to put the emphasis on because it makes your body feel better, not so much on how it looks. But social media conversations, I think, are really important. I mean, I've, I've just seen too many documentaries about the damage. Yeah. Um, it, it's very sad. And it, it's a huge, like, epidemic, especially for girls. Definitely. And, you know, you can have that conversation at home. Um, but, you know, as I said, there's so much control that we can have in our home. But once they're out and they're with their friends, their peers, you know, it's recess, it's lunchtime down the hallways I just know from experience because when I'm walking down the hallways I see all these teens just on their phones they don't no one even looks at each other anymore and I'm mind blowing and, and I, I kind of take a step back I'm like what is it so entertaining that it, it's going on and it's just their way of communication and I think that that's something else that, that we need to as parents how do you communicate what are other ways you know like how about just, yes, you have a phone. How about if you just pick up that phone and hear their voice on the other side or set a time where you want to go out and hang out? I mean, I remember my times, you know, the great thing to do was to go shopping with my friend at the mall. Um, so I think that we have to put boundaries with social media and with the phones and let our teens know, hey, you can be with other people but in a social environment where you're, you're with other people, body, I think it's that social skills. Um, the lack of social skills, I've noticed that is not, it's, 
been an issue with a lot of kids, um, you know, giving eye contact, you know, showing confidence, hitting behind a screen is something that um, we've implemented in our society because it's from the pandemic. And yes, it's been, um, some things have come out of it where it's been easy to communicate online, but we need to go back to the basics. We need to go back to showing our teens and our kids that how do you shake someone's hand? Mm. How do you have the confidence to say hello? Not just with peers, but with other people as well, because as we prepare them, going back to becoming young adults, transitioning into college as they become independent, you know, we need to show them that there is another side to just social media and the world of the internet. You know, technology has done that too. I, it's so funny, as you were saying that, I, a couple of things popped into my head. Like my daughter, when I call her, she hardly ever answers and she's 14. And then when she does, it's like, hello, kind of like, oh my gosh, the phone actually rang rather than a text mm -hmm. or in a different kind of alert, right? It's almost like they don't have even the skill. Like I even told her, I said, if something happened to me and I just dropped, are you going to know how to like contact somebody, even though, you know, they know 911 and calling certain people, but I'm like, I know it's not your normal habit to actually call somebody and speak into the phone. They do all this by texting. So it, regardless of the pandemic and what that's done to us, you know, just technology, kids have phones. I mean, in the strollers, they're playing games. Right. And then my younger daughter, I did, I, I ran into a, a old friend at the grocery store. My younger daughter was with me. I'm like, Oh, this is so-and-so. And I used to work with her. She's like, hi. And she didn't make the eye contact. Right. It, it's interesting. Um, I want to change that. I want to do my part, but I, yeah. Where do you go? I mean, also, you know, even in your topic, how to build your relationship with your teen, I even started to think about like my own role. I've been very careful to not be my kid's friend. Like I'm, I love them. I listen, they can tell me everything, but I'm not their, ch I'm not the chummy, like give me every detail of your day and what are your friends doing and stuff like that. I want to have those boundaries. They need to respect me as an authority not as their friend and their buddy. However, I do want to also have those conversations that they can come to me with everything. Um, you know, my daughter's entering high school, parties are going to start things that happen at parties, consumption, everything. So I'm having those conversations, you know, not getting in the car with people, etc. So I'm careful about not, you know, saying, hi, I'm your friend. I'm your mom. And Amy, I know you uh, just check your mic real quick. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I know we had a little technology tech glitch as we talk about technology. <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, how do you feel about, you know, the boundaries of friendship with your children? Definitely, I, you know, you put it well put, you know, it's like, you're not their friend first, you're their mom, you're, you're that, you're their dad first, you're the parent first. Um, being a friend, how do you define that as being a friend, as your parent, but you parents do, you know, kids need to understand that who is the, um, that they need that authoritative kids look up to authority and they need to learn that. And they so, want roles. 
They want rules. They want structure. However, it's how you deliver it and how do you build that trust with your team. And it's setting those boundaries and having that communication with them. You know, when you're having dinner, you know, rule number one, no phones on the phone, nothing on the phone, no, no electronic devices while we're having dinner. What are the conversation that's going on? How do you ask your child, well, how was school today? You know, um, you know, is there other ways on how to approach that question? When, where do you find the time where you just sit down and just face to face with your child and how are you, how are you feeling? Again, it, it goes back to how you're meeting with your child and just having that open communication, you know? Um, kids, teens are very open and, and, and are, want that from their teen. And I, I've heard sometimes teens will say, I don't, wanna, I don't want you to be my friend. I want you to be my parent, you know? So yes, I think that the first thing is to be, a, you have to set the ground rules. You have to put those boundaries. I think that as our teen gets older, we kind of have this special bond with them. Like, oh, you know, mother and daughter wanting to be friends. That's fine, but you have to set boundaries. You have to put who, what comes first and parent comes first. Because, and then as they get older, that trust might lead into other places that might not be good. I'm also a huge advocate of lead by example. If you've got your phone at the dinner table, why are they not going to gravitate to also use the phone? And I, I, you know, with the pandemic, we've also had a lot of restrictions when it comes to sports and outdoor activities, indoor activities, you were talking about going to the mall. I mean, some of those privileges are, you know, we're just kind of creeping back into being comfortable doing those things. But, you know, like it, you know, our radio listeners, you're going to hear this, whether it be now or even replays later right now, it's the summer months. I mean, check out, see, are there concerts in the park, you know, activities, get them out. My kids resist. Oh no, I just want to stay home. But then when they get there, they enjoy it. They're resisting for sure. They'd rather just sit there and watch YouTube and Netflix and be kind of homebodies, perhaps. I don't know if you know anybody who has, uh, you know, gets involved with Roblox, but I have, you know, my daughter is very into Roblox. So getting her off of that is a challenge. But, you know, yeah, when you actually get them out, they can enjoy it. And that's how you can lead by example. Just we're doing this. Don't ask permission. Yeah. I stopped asking my kids permission. Hey, do you want to go out and do this tonight? Yeah. No, let's go. I'm, hey, we're doing this tonight. Be ready in 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. And you would be shocked. You know, I, I, I get, I have that, my, my experience as, as well with my girls. Oh, I don't want to go. I'm fine. I don't really, do I really have to go? Let's go. And then when we're in the car and we're on our way to wherever we're going, wow. Ah, you see, I told you. It's like, you know, they enjoy that, what they had when they were as kids and, you know, introducing that back again, you know, as you said, things are starting to come back again. And whether it's, you know, going out as, as a family for dinner or just walking around the neighborhood, going out, do you want to work out together, you know, exercise, let's, let's walk around the block, building activities together as a family. That's a yeah, good- I really want to reintroduce sports actually in the new school year because I think it's really time, especially for my younger one who has, 
you know, that, that social need, but also struggles with some of our friendships. It's like, you need to have relationships outside of school and having team and maybe a coach giving you roles and guidelines and another leader around them, I think it's really important. So for me, that's like my big goal moving out of this pandemic. Yes, we've completed a full school year where we're social again, but now I'm ready to kind of get back into sports. It kind of minimizes a little bit of the, of the, um, you know, electronic time too. They're out being physical and active and just creating a new habit. I think that's also a big part of it is creating habits to be able to step away. It's removing the negative fat habits and reintroducing them with positive one. And when we talk about habits and removing it, you can't just change all habits all around, you know, just taking small steps. All right, how about let's just remove the phone for the next couple hours and let's just now from this time between two and three o'clock in the afternoon, two and four o'clock in the afternoon, let's just sit and talk. How are you doing? Or what activity would you want to implement? So yes, it's important to like start teaching teens at a very young age, what are healthy habits and what are habits that we need to remove for ourselves. So definitely that's a good, good way Uh, to start. Yeah. I think that's a good way to a good takeaway for everybody as well. So, um, for our listeners here, tell us how to find you. Definitely. So if you are interested in looking for, um, coaching for your teen, um, I work with teens as young as 12 and young adults all the way up until 24. Um, so if you're look, interested in looking for me, I am www.amyelombardo.com or just, um, Amy Lombardo life coach. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, well, thank you. for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And to our listeners, this concludes our 15 minute plus reset. We always need at least 15 minutes. Take time for yourself. And again, if you have uh, teens or entering that space, are you looking for coaching? It's amyelombardo.com. And this is Lori Carice signing out for our 15 minute reset.